and you ain't got nobody by you know by by New Year's. We can bump pocketbook. Well, girl, all that you can do is put your pocketbook in mine and empty it with all the money that's in there in it. And you can take your pocketbook that with you. I'm dead. It's time for the Hormones Talk Show. I'm in the room. Put your boy Trevor's music here. You ring in the building, as we always do. Courtney in the building coming back to hold it down. You already know. How you doing, Courtney? Good to see you. And we have special guest host today. Mr. Damien Crap Boo Boo Shout out to my boys in the building, y'all. If you hear my voice, do you know what time it is? Had a dope interview, and you guys are gonna hear it so much later, so stay tuned for more. So, baby. And if you hear the sound of my voice, this is our podcast. This is Homo's Tea for this week. We got Coco Courtney in the building. I didn't mean Coco. I'm just playing. My name's Courtney. We got Courtney in, the, Courtney in the building with us, special guest, as well as you say Yuri in the building, as always. So, we're going to get right into this. Courtney, why are you looking like that? You got this face. I wish I could see you on the podcast. If y'all don't want to watch, y'all got to watch y'all. Actually, y'all got to go on YouTube and watch. Y'all got to see on the YouTube. Y'all got to see the faces. But anyway, Courtney's just sitting right now. But um, let's get right into it. First on our Homo's Tea. Emma Watson prefers the term self-partnered instead of single. Little women actor said she prefers the term self-partnered instead of single in an interview with British Vogue for the magazine's November issue. Watson, 29 years old, said it took her a while, but she's very content being on her own. I never believed the whole I'm happy single spiel, um, Watson said. I was like, this is totally spiel. I guess that's how they say things. It took me a long time, but I'm very... I'm very happy being single, and I call it being self-partnered. Watson said her upcoming 30th birthday initially set off her, her summer for anxiety about having a partner and building a life with them. So, shout out to Emma Watson and her self, self-partnered. Um, I just think that she just should have said it and left it alone. Like, now she's going to create this whole thing. It's going to be something that don't need to be. You know what I'm saying? I don't know if it needs to be all that. Um, I just say, hey, I'm single and I'm happy. I'm cool with single and happy because it's just like this self-partner creates like a whole other plus Q on the LGBT. I don't know. Um, Yuri, what do you think about that? I mean, I think I think she created a title for it like that to let people know that she's in a happy relationship with herself. She does not need you to come save her. Um, and she doesn't see a chance of her breaking up with herself. I think um, she's gotten to a point that she's not looking for anyone, so she wants them to know that she's not available. That you may see her alone, you might be seeing her go on dates by herself, but she's not by herself because she's self-partnered and she's in love with herself and she's freaking and having herself, not needing others' company. Sounds so good. Until the right dick come along, you get tired of being single and riding a fake ass dildo. And you want to be like, all right. Then you're going really, to need somebody to pull your hair, grab your neck or something, and you're going to not be self-partnered no more. I think so, she, just, she did that just for uh, just to get some attention, to let, her, let people know that she is single and is available if, if the right person came and was knocking at her, at her door. Because, I mean... I, I've been single. I, I'm not. I'm not gonna say that I, I'm happy that I'm single. But but damn, 
Courtney got the Whitney here tonight. You know, I think it's disrespectful. You know, that that woman is coming out with such news about Whitney after her death. It's like, we should have a chance to give these people a rebuttal. Um, they able to say whatever they need to say about whatever you're releasing about them. It's like, now you're able to put this on her name. Um, and she doesn't have the chance to defend herself. There's no, you know, chance for her to put her receipts on the table or whatever. And it's like, I just think it's real, you know, convenient that, you know, she wants to, you know, tell her story now. It's either because of finances, she, she, you know, she's cloud chasing. Um, but I just think it's just not, you know, it's not fair to Whitney and her brand for her to come out with it now. You know. Mm hmm. That's what. Yeah, it's Christine and all that. Yeah, oh, I don't know what that was. I, mean, I never seen that. I mean, I've seen it, but anyway. Um, number three. <laughs> Let's move right along. So, there was a, a comedian that said, um, in regards to Pharrell and this GQ magazine and this comfort that he had on, people keep saying, uh, sleeping bag. He said, calling this the new masculinity is attack on masculinity. Wow, that's kind of deep. Um,. I have to think about it for a second. I mean, I think that that, I don't disagree. I feel like that's a big, bold statement to say that this is the new masculinity. I feel like, you know, that's saying that this is what's going to make you masculine. And I just think that's nothing wrong with what they were trying to portray. It's not what you say, it's how you say it. And I think saying the new masculinity is not the best way they have worded it. I think they could have just said a new form of masculinity, something like that. A new form of masculinity versus the new masculinity. Like you just trying to tell every man that's masculine that you gotta wear, you know, certain things. I just think there was that's crossing the line. In my book, as a man, I feel like it's not an attack on masculinity, but it is, you know, something that could be questionable to them, to men out here, um, especially men who are straight. Courtney, what you think about that? Because you're turning your mouth up and everything, and you know, making faces. No, I, I'm, I'm just, I'm just processing what you just said. So, so to me, that that makes me think that everything that before the new masculinity was the the new film. Oh, that's what you think when you see that. Yeah. So everything that he did before that, it was, it was film or feminine or gay or however you want to, you know. <laughs> Well, I guess that because they chose him. Is that why you're saying that? No, because like I, I'm sure he had to say so in what he wanted to say or how he wanted to say it. Well, you, you, huh? you were talking about regards to him, though. You said everything he did was film. You said like the way he wore things he did. You talking about Pharrell, though, right? Right. So that means like I, when he was wearing like the, the little t um. The skinny, the skinny slacks and the skinny jeans. So, so, so that was feminine. That was gay because, like, the gay people was already doing that. So, what, he, he wanted to get a, get a part of that. Then, then later on down, I'm like, okay, well, this might be a little bit too feminine. Short, showing him, showing my good uh, silhouette. So, let me find a new masculinity thing. <laughs> I don't think it really had anything to do with him. I think GQ wanted to do it and they just chose him as a spokesperson. But um, so he, but he, you still have you still have the option or to, if I want to do this or I don't because it's gonna target me of making people feel some type of way, like you just said. That make you make you think yeah. that oh, huh? No, I'm agreeing with what you said. Yeah, it make it make it does make men feel some type of way. Yeah. What, what do you think, um, Yuri? 
Um, I don't. I don't think anything's wrong with getting up. It's not, it, you know, it, it's ruining masculinity or you know the the view of men, um, which is sad because. I think that's the biggest issue in the black community is because, oh, if you do certain things, then it makes you less of a man. But I just think it's the, you know, the, you know, it, it, it's the, there's nothing new under the sun. And we're just going through the phases, just like the bell bottoms came back, the men in makeup is coming back, the men in certain, you know, different attire is coming back, the prince age is coming back. Or whatever. Everything has a cycle and there's nothing new under the sun. I think we're going through that again. And it's just people who are stuck in the ways aren't ready for the cycle to come back around. Um, and, you know, I just think that's... But men have been wearing makeup since the, beginning of, since the beginning of the TV. They always wore makeup. Well, like, you know, like, just in your everyday life, um, like, somebody like um, Prince or Little Richard and, um, you know, those people, you know, Rick James, you know, I think those are all the people that's coming back. Like, all of those types of personas are coming back. Um, and I think, you know, it, it shouldn't have been even about, you know, for real in this moment. I mean, GQ Magazine did a whole makeup thing with all the actors wearing makeup, you know? So, like, people are are just picking shoes, and I think it's probably because it's, you know, for real or whatever, or, you know, because it's somebody that's hyper-masculine, like 50 Cent, if he done it, like, you know? I I just think that's what it is. People are just being picky and choosing. But I don't think it's a big deal. Gotcha. I got one more thing on my list uh, before we close it out. And um, this is um, um, a team is cleared of a murder after 70 years later. This is very important. 70 years after South Carolina executed a 14-year-old boy so small he sat on a book in an electric chair, a circuit court judge threw out his murder victim, murder conviction. On Wednesday... Wednesday morning, Judge Carmen Mullis vacated the decision against George Stanley Jr., a black teen who was convicted of beating two young white girls to death in a small town of Alakolu, uh, I don't know how to say that, Alakolu, in 1944. Civil rights advocates spent years trying to get this case reopened, argued that Stanley's confection was cohorted. At the time of his arrest, he was only 95 pounds. Officials said that he had admitted, he, um, they said he admitted to beating the girls 11 and 8 years old with a railroad. Spike, 95 pounds, railroad spike. How the hell are you going to pick that up? In, in 2009, after Davis, his sister said she, she had been with him on the day of the murders and he cannot have committed them. Damn, 70 years later, they tried to find out now that he was not even there. He didn't do it. He was with, he was with, he was with his sister. 70 years later on, they found that out. That's, man, my heart is hurting. Young black man. That's like Emmett Till. Even though he did what you're saying, it was messed up that that would happen. But like, wow. 70 years. Well, thank God that his family's finally getting justice. And um, shout out to his family. What do you think about that, Yuri? Um, I think that this, um, you know, it's an eye-opener um, of how corrupt, you know, justice was back then and how inadequate, you know, it was in their investigation and how they had bias. 
And I think, um, you know, with the clearing of his name, there should be a memorial. Maybe even, um, you know, I, I don't know, but there should be a way to, you know, to celebrate him or whatever. Um, seeing that this, this, you know, this was taken to a whole nother place and his life was taken or whatever. Off, you know, a bad job done by the police, which, you know, again, the bias. You know, because I, I feel like if they had been a story about a little white boy, you know, they would have been a little bit more open to hearing and investigating more before they, you know, closed the case. Um, but yeah, um, I, I think it's sad and I don't know how else to, you know, go about it because you can't really pay out for something, you know, because it's so far gone. It's like the grandmother is probably in her, you know, her latest you know, she's, you know, she, the, the relevant family, you know, isn't going to really benefit from it at this point. 70 years has passed. Like, you know, I, I mean, a financial payout is nice, just like the Central Park Five. That's, that's nice. But it is not going to, it, you know, it's going to take a lot for people to, you know, to have an understanding of that case because of how much time has passed. Like, it's going to have to be a release of a documentary on his story to, you know, to get people, you know, involved, you know, with the with, with that story. I right. mean, like, because a lot of us weren't there for 70 years ago. I agree. What about you, Courtney? What do you think? You shake your hand, make a move? What you talking about? What you thinking? A memorial service ain't going to do shit. Because, but, but, but bring up the fact that it's been 70 years and this child is gone and he got he, his life was taken away for something that he didn't do even though you can't bring him back I still think that y'all should compensate um, the family 70, mil, 70 million dollars or something something like that just doing doing a, a memorial or saying that we sorry or matter of fact y'all should pay them and then, then uh electrocute the, the judge that found them guilty of doing doing that i'm just probably gonna get him gone anyway old ass white man all right if he ain't gone then he should be getting ready to go and i, I will make sure that that it because if the boy was only 95 i mean 95 how Fuck! They keep gonna pick up something and beat two white girls at the same time and kill them. Are you? So what was the other girl doing while while the other girl was getting beat down? Just sitting there looking. What I'm next? Oh god, I love it. Saying that that does that doesn't make logical sense. If things have to make sense for me to actually to go with it, because if I'm beating up somebody or. It, if I'm being up somebody and they got a friend with them, you the friend gonna just stand there and say, you know, well, when you get finished beating her motherfucking ass and killing her, then I'm, I'm next in line. I'm gonna stay here while you do it and you can kill me too. Oh, yeah, I'm not gonna call nobody. I'm not gonna run to neighbor's house. I'm just gonna stay right here because that's my good girlfriend. And <laughs> if she die, I need to go ahead and die with her so we can be together. Oh, I'm done. I'm done, Courtney. You right. Go ahead, girl. You should have been on the case. You would have cracked it right away. Boom. Done. I, I'm saying, well, 
theological set, even, even, I mean, if that was to happen now, I mean, you, you probably use like common sense, to really just, you know, like, 95 pounds, that's, that's something like, maybe like a 9, 10 year old person. How the fuck you gonna put, it's heavy for me to even pick up a center block, and you talking about I picked up a real thing and beat the hell out of somebody? I'm trying to beat them to death. And then do it again to the next bitch? No. <laughs> oh gosh, this has been amazing. This has been almost tea baby for real. We gave you hope your hope your whole cup is filled. Um and be ready for again next week. We do this each and every week. Um, thank you guys so much. This is True Weeks Music. This is Say Yuri and the girl Courtney in the building for Homo's Teeth. Each and every week we give it to you. If you like what you hear, like, comment, subscribe. Let us know you out there, you listening. Shout out to Damien Crawford for being a part of our uh, week this week. All T, check out his interview if you haven't. One-on-one interview with myself, for its music. Uh, pretty dope. And uh, we're going to be here next time, next week. We're the same old, same old. So until next week, until next time, we're going we to sign out. We'll see you guys next week. Bye. Bye. I need your infrastructure